0: Colors fill my head,
1: a million dreams keeping me away. I think of what the world could be, a vision of the one I see. A million dreams is all it's gonna take. A million dreams for the world we're gonna. And welcome back to Started with the Mouse podcast. This is a uh,
0: this one's actually recording.
1: <laughs> we are recording how many weeks in a row? This I, be this a, is a new streak for us. I know, right? Usually, usually we have excuses, uh, and I don't know why we haven't because we've been super busy lately. I think we're just trying to make this a priority because we know here in the next month <sighs> we're probably going to have a week or two off of recording the podcast. Um, um ten minutes of nonsense. Do you have anything?
0: No, not really. I mean I guess I might get fired from my job. <laughs> I don't know. Should I put that in the ten minutes of nonsense? You can put in there whatever um, your heart pleases. Yeah, I've I've gotten some bad news this week with my uh current job, so if anybody in Orlando is listening and wants to hire me, you know.
1: Yeah. Anybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um we're just rolling with the punches at this yeah, time at this point. My job is just
1: We're not know. gonna speak on that. Uh it might be a blessing in disguise, but yeah, just add to the list of things. But right before we move, right? <laughs> yeah, this is.
0: Uh, it seems like the world's pushing as hard as it can mm-hmm. right now. So
1: no, it's 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 the whole thing. When you make plans, God laughs. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what we're dealing with. Um, last weekend we actually went uh, kayaking. Yeah, John's first time. John's first time. My second time. My first time was in the beach, uh, in the ocean, like the actual ocean, and it was not good. But this time went really well. I, yeah, except
0: for my boat almost sank. Nobody told me that my boat no, was sinking.
1: I, I wasn't paying attention. You were barely I'm around no, me.
0: I, well, it's hard to be around somebody unless you like literally attach yourself to them.
1: Yeah. And then every time he attached himself to me, I was and like, get no, off. No, get off. John, I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> no, um, we had a really good time. Yeah.
0: Though. I want to thank Derek and Abby for inviting us yeah, out. Yeah. So
1: that was uh, the first time we actually got to because I feel like every other time we were like doing something or like, you know, prior commitments or whatever, but. No, it was really fun. I had a good time. Yeah, and I want to
0: thank Eric who went with us on said trek for uh, giving me sunscreen because I would have died.
1: (laughs) No, John's uh, kayak started to sink. There's like there wasn't a plug on the back of his kayak. And Nobody told me that. I was terrified at first. Like I was absolutely terrified because of my experience. But I don't know why at this point I was terrified because it went very swimmingly. And whenever Derek showed us the two kayaks, I was like, I want that one because it looks sturdier. And John was like, okay, I'll take the crap, like, not the crappier one, but, you know, like the less durable one, I guess. And it turns out that it didn't have a plug on the back of it. So we got, what, two and a half, three hours down? Yeah. And... and your back was just like all in the, the way, water in, in the water i They're was like,
0: wondering why i felt like i was sweat mm-hmm. sitting in like a kiddie pool
1: yeah they were like john you have to get out and drain that now <laughs> once i drained it it was fine and i had then, a lot more fun he inhabited uh tadpoles in the back too. yeah <laughs> it was a good time that was great we um, had a really good time there yeah, were a lot of people and we met some new faces i really appreciate them actually
0: doing that um you know, with what I said earlier, um, it kind of got my mind off things for the whole weekend. So yeah, it was really cool. Uh, it's my birthday coming up there too. Yeah,
1: yeah, I wanted, yeah, I wanted to give you a shout out, but you had to just say it before I, I did, it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be the uh, episode before John's birthday. So happy early birthday, my love. Thank you. I love you so much. Love you too. There's nobody else I'd rather spend my life with and do a podcast with. Me too. <laughs> I can't be serious for you <laughs> I really can't be serious. I'm turning 29
0: um, years old and it's been a hell of a year.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hell of a year. Yep. Yeah. That's the extent of the cursing you're going to use on this yeah, podcast. Yeah,
0: that's, that's all I can use on my other one. I kind of let it fly. So. <laughs>
1: um, I'm trying to think. What did we do Sunday? I know we went grocery shopping. Yeah, we didn't really do anything. We went door dashing. Yeah. That was about it. And that's been poop. Yeah, door dashing has sucked. Um, but we are about like. I'd say after today, we're about 90% packed with yeah. all of our stuff. Yeah. The only thing that we have left are the decorations on the walls, and John doesn't want to do that yet because we have people coming over on Saturday, which John found out about. Oh. Not my fault. Spoiler alert. Not my fault. John found out about his surprise party, so he's having a surprise party on Saturday. Just
0: You were doing so well, too. I really was. Like, I literally had no idea what was going on because, like, I had asked... I was like can we like hang out with like Derek and Abby like, <laughs> I just want to kind of hang out with some people
1: and I'm like I mean yeah just Derek and Abby is fine <laughs> yeah and
0: then like I found out there's like 10 people coming to our house
1: Ish. After, yeah, yeah so but uh yeah so we're about ninety percent packed and it's yeah it's getting real it's getting real real yeah
0: um <laughs> yeah I'm kind I'm gonna be kind of in and out of it today so I do apologize you know I'm in and out so I'm just, yeah, my head's going about a mile a minute right now, so.
1: Well, this podcast should get your mind off of it, okay. so um, do you want to talk about what we're yeah. doing? Because this is your episode, basically.
0: Um, So I did a lot of research on this one. Me and Kathy actually watched quite a few videos on this one. Um, this is probably the most research we've done for an episode in a while.
1: A while, because honestly, I mean, to me, it didn't feel like there was a lot of Disney news coming out, but now... Like, the last week, I only went back until, like, Saturday with news, and there's been a lot releasing now yeah. that the parks are starting to, like, you know, reopen and everything else. So, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm um, excited to hear about your uh, research that you did. So,
0: um, we watched, what, I'd say, like, four or five videos on this thing. You did. I mean, you kind of watched. I listened, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, this week's topic, um, I, is this just extinct or abandoned? extinct because it's, it's, okay. it's
1: gone
0: um this one is going to be about uh disney quest um well, so obviously we're going to go across some of the things here that um uh disney quest had and we're going to kind of go into the downfall of it all i guess
1: yeah and so then we're
0: going to talk about how we think if they redid disney quest today
1: or what they could have done yeah. to make it not fail yeah um for those of you who don't know, Disney Quest was kind of like a... Um, Dave and Buster's type thing. Yeah, it was like an arcade in... It was downtown Disney then, which is now Disney Springs. Um, so John will get into like the history of it too, I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, many of us know about
0: the fact that Disney Quest was inside of downtown Disney, uh, known today as Disney Springs. This was supposed to be a major indoor theme park inside of Disney. Um, <laughs> this was supposed to be a major indoor theme park. Sorry. <laughs> you said Disney. Sorry. Not that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Quest would be five floors of video games with VR experiences and different rides. Uh, in Downtown Disney, on the first floor, the Explore Zone had such rides as a Virtual Jungle Cruise. During this game, four guests would sit on a raft with a with a with a paddle, almost like you're kayaking, mm-hmm. uh, with a Jungle Cruise skipper who would come on screen, telling you how to navigate a prehistoric world.
1: That looked awesome. I did watch that part of it we watched Tim and Jen was yeah. it last night and that was one of the ones that they did yeah I think
0: that no it was we watched a video it's called defunct land oh yeah yeah. that was the one where we saw
1: that okay yeah it was really cool it was like um, almost like an animatronic like raft yeah. where you would sit on and it would move with the VR screen it was awesome I would have loved to experience that um, because obviously Jungle Cruise is one of my favorite rides but um, I just I thought that was really cool
0: um i really enjoyed actually watching that one a little bit i think it would be really interesting to see what that would be like today i guess if they would put like today's technology into it um so we'll we'll go into a little bit more about the first floor here also on the first floor would be pirates of the caribbean battle for buccaneer gold now this was not the original attraction that was on the first floor we'll talk about that a little bit later uh in this article um Basically, on this attraction, guests would see a screen come on in front of them and basically be on a ship, and they would have to destroy other sh- uh, pirate ships and battle the Jolly Roger. Um, you would shoot cannons that would fire out of a gun that is now used inside of Toy Story Mania. So, basically, um, when you go into Toy Story Mania, you use a gun where you like it's constantly like a slingshot almost.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's
0: the same type of um, gun scheme on. Um, toy story mania they actually just like converted it over
1: oh, okay that's cool that's so, cool um and, and then also
0: another thing about this one it, it kind of reminds me of smugglers run because you had different people doing different things on this ride
1: oh so you were assigned something
0: yeah like um one person would um drive, be, drive the boat and then the other like three or four would just shoot the cannons off and try to like attack other boats
1: I I, I wouldn't want to steer the boat. I can tell you that.
0: (laughs) And then there was like a random sea monster that would pop up in the middle of the game.
1: I don't think I saw Did you watch a video on this Yeah, I watched a little bit
0: of a video on this Because I don't
1: remember seeing this one.
0: Um, On the second floor of Disney Quest was the Aladdin Magic Carpet Ride. Uh, Basically, this was like a VR experience. It was kind of like Pandora before Pandora. You kind of sat in like the same type of seat. And then you like... um, you put the VR on. It was like a carpet. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a carpet. Um, on this VR experience, guests would put on the VR headset and go through the streets of Acrobat and try to free the genie. You would collect gems during the game to help you free him in the Cave of Wonders.
1: Now, this is um, this is one that we watched last night, too, that Jen was doing. Honestly, <laughs> It looks
0: terrible because it was made in, like, the 90s. No, I
1: mean, No, you don't even know where I was going with that. I'm sorry. Unpopular opinion. Take out the magic carpets of Aladdin and Disney and put this in there. (laughs) It looked a heck of a lot better than that ride.
0: Yeah, it looks like it would have been something pretty fun. Like, I guess my biggest takeaway from Disney Quest, like, doing all this research, why did they get rid of it? Like, that's my biggest, like, takeaway from it all.
1: Yeah, I... I, We'll get into that later
0: um then on the basically the uh, there would be a create zone that was on the first floor as well This is where they had an animation academy which was basically a 30 minute class where you would learn how to draw the characters and you would be able to purchase uh, your drawings if you wanted to
1: Oh that's cool so it's almost like um, the the class that they have now at one of uh, art of animation or whatever with yeah, one just of the basically imagineers with a,
0: like a computer instead that so that would have been so cool yeah um the only thing i heard about that i actually listened to another podcast they said that sometimes the pen wasn't very like like on target like yeah. it would be like a fourth of an inch off so you'd like put a line for mickey and like for his nose and it would be by his like ear um Also on this one would be Sid, uh, which is the character from Toy Story, Create a Toy. On this floor as well, um, you could build your own twisted toy, which uh, Derek actually has
1: one. Yeah, yeah. He showed
0: it to us this weekend, which was really cool.
1: He sent us a picture of Uh it, yeah. Um, Do you want to talk about the next one here a little bit? Sure. Sure. Um, Cy- Cyberspace Mountain was also on this floor. Um, it was a virtual roller coaster where Bill Nye, the coaster guy... Yeah, that's what he <laughs>
0: said in the little video. Was Bill Nye, He's like, Bill Nye,
1: the, the coaster, coaster guy. guy. <laughs> that's cute. Bill, 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 <laughs> Bill. Uh, Bill Nye, the coaster guy, would assist you in building your own space mountain. Then you would step inside of a simulator and would ride your creation. So... I this would is th- kind of like... Um, Um, They have these at, like, Dave & Buster's now where you get to pick... I mean, you don't get to create it. Yeah, You get to pick your track and then do that.
0: So, when I was a kid, I I went to Disney in 98. I think my mom was telling me, 98 or 99. Mm -hmm. And... I think I went to Disney Quest Because
1: when I watched the video of this I'm like I remember this Well and you asked your mom And she said yeah. that She thought that she remembered Because she went like on
0: YouTube And watched some of the clips of it And yeah. was like I think I remember this And then my but dad was like But how long were
1: you guys there? Like how long were you guys in Disney? Because we you were in, like, like Disney For four or five days So it wasn't like a full week So I no. wonder if you would have Wasted your time In the well, downtown Disney Well I figure Disney. maybe
0: Like the first day we got there Maybe we went over to Downtown Disney and Maybe Because isn't
1: that the same time You went on the cruise? Yeah we went on the cruise
0: right after. I'll let you read the next one here.
1: Okay, I lost my space. Uh, Replay replay would be the theme to the third floor of Disney Quest. There was an attraction um, that John would have absolutely loved. (laughs) (laughs) We actually did watch a video on this, and our one of, well, one of my favorite yeah. um, YouTubers, Tim Tracker, he did this and he actually broke the ride. <laughs> he like, broke it. He broke it because it they was, had to close it for um. What was what was his? They had to like reset for like ten minutes or and, something like that. Yeah,
0: and they had to make sure it was safe. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the only bad part about this one we're about to talk about, like if you
1: take your foot off of like your little like platform, yeah. It shut down the entire ride. Yeah. Um, it's called the Mighty Ducks Pinball Slam. This was a game where guests would control a pinball on a giant screen and you would complete compete to get the highest score in the game. Um, the ride for this game was really interesting as guests would get on a platform and would move their pinball to the screen. But as you would move, so would the platform. So basically, it's... Um, I'm trying to think of what to compare it to. It's
0: really like if you go on YouTube and look up some of the videos
1: of this thing. It was really cool. It was really
0: cool. Like 12 people
1: could play at one time. Yeah, It's unlike anything that you've ever seen. It's it's like a virtual reality pinball machine, if that makes any sense. Um, So there was like a goalie up at the top, which would act as like the levers that are trying to keep your pinballs out. Yeah. Of the goal and then, of the yeah net. like the
0: goals were like up at top like you could get like two thousand points like two two fifty like yeah it was really cool
1: yeah it was um and then like John had said uh or I'm, I'm sorry look I had to I guess gonna- I was reading that um the pin you would control the pin balls to see if you could get it past the goalie it looked pretty hard though too yeah it looked kind of hard like, the, at first and I then even then I- asked you whenever I was watching I'm like is there somebody controlling that thing because it's doing very well for a computer <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Do you want me to read the next one here? Because we watched a video on this one, too. Yeah,
1: go ahead. Uh, this was Buzz, actually really cool.
0: Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blaster. Now, not to get uh, confused with the uh, the spin, uh, Space, Space Ranger's, Rangers spin. spin. Yeah. Uh, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blaster was also on the third floor. This was a crazy version of bumper cars where you could either have one or two riders in the car. You would go over these balls that were like on the floor, and then the ball would come to your foot.
1: Yeah, like it would shoot up.
0: Yeah, and then you could put it in your like little cannon and launch it at other bumper cars. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> I would have gotten kicked out.
1: <laughs>
0: and then if you actually hit one of the other cars, it spun uncontrollably for ten seconds. Yeah, if you. So this is like Mario Kart, like virtual reality, almost if you think about it, because you're like kind of. Sp- like if you know I would just say this is like
1: Mario Kart in real life yeah (laughs) if you have a chance definitely check it out it's called Buzz Lightyear Astro Astro Blaster (laughs) so the one
0: video we watched and this was right before Disney Quest actually closed um they were like there's only 50 people in Disney Quest right now and this was a hundred thousand square foot facility yeah um, also on this floor, they would have all the old arcade games and a lot of brand new ones as well. Almost like a Dave & Buster type of vibe. Um, replay was on the fourth floor. This is where you could get a bite to eat at Food Quest. And there was a Cheesecake Factory, but it wasn't the Cheesecake Factory on this floor as well. It
1: really? was like
0: really weird. It was like a
1: weird, like, off branch sh- Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> like, <laughs> never mind.
0: Uh, also on this floor, the Sports Arena Arcade was featured. Um, and on the fifth and final floor, it was called the Score Zone, and housed a ride called Extra Ter- Terrestrial Air- Alien Encounter. Hmm. Uh, in this ride, you you and your crew would fly to another planet and try to save the aliens or the scientists from the aliens. This game looked extremely hard. I don't, I don't know if you watched the video for no. it. Like, basically what happened was you had, like, blasters and scientists are running at you and you're supposed to, like, capture the scientists and, like, kill the aliens at the same time. And there's, like, three or four people in So whose like, side are you on? You're on the scientists. But you're
1: capturing them? Yeah, because they're, like, they're you're trying, trying to save them. He's trying them. to save okay, them. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. That was confusing. I was like, sorry. You're fine. Um, can want me to read it? Yeah, you can go ahead. Rides that didn't make it um, the whole time with Disney Quest. Wait, what? Yeah, there was
0: rides that didn't make it the whole time. Like they, oh, they, they were
1: there limited, limited, limited time. time yeah. Okay. Um, the Hercules in the Underworld ride, which was basically a ride where you would take Hercules and try to defeat Hades. That sounds really cool.
0: Yeah, that's the one they uh, Pirates of the Caribbean: Battle for Buccaneer Gold took over.
1: Do you remember what like was it in a ride vehicle? It was the, was the it? same
0: like thing as like the Buccaneer. Okay. It was kind of like that. The same concept. Yeah. Same concept.
1: Okay. Um, Um, Treasure of the Incas was another one that didn't make it. It was an attraction that guests would drive a car and get a score by going over certain bumps and the driver wouldn't be able to see the car and where it was going. So another guest would help the driver to lead the car um, and this ride had all kinds of cell phone frequencies issues. Where at one point one of the cars caught on fire. <laughs> yeah, and the cool thing and the weird thing was is
0: like they had this thing running, and like there was like a glass lid over top of the cars, mm-hmm. so like the the cars wouldn't like fly off or anything. I'm sorry, that's hysterical. Could you imagine being that poor Disney Quest floor emplor- employee? The car's on fire! Car fire! <laughs> They're just probably like, oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I'm sorry. That is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so the last thing that really didn't make it at uh, Disney Quest, even though they tried to build it, uh, it was called the Corkscrew Cave of Wonder slide. Uh It was 150 feet long. It took guests from the third to the first floor. It was closed within the first year of Disney's Disney Quest operation. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I actually did a lot of research on that part and could not find out why it was closed. Maybe because it was just a slide? Yeah. I mean, it seems kind of fun, though. I mean, if you were. Corkscrew. Yeah,
1: corkscrew. Yeah, like if
0: you're just like. Maybe it's like one of those slides that shock the crap out of you and it shocked the wrong Karen.
1: (laughs) Or Karen's son. (laughs) Mommy, mommy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You can read now. (laughs) John's dying on his own spit. (laughs) Um, Disney had an idea basically to build a Disney theme park without all the hassle of going to the airport, buying tickets, etc. By being able to have Disney Quest, you would be able to have a slice of Disney in your own backyard. Which, I mean, kind of makes sense because you don't have to pay to go into downtown Disney, which is now Disney Springs. Um, Michael Eisner had the idea to build Disney Quest in major marketplaces such as Chicago, Toronto, and... And filth, Adelphia
0: Yeah, th- this actually got a lot bigger than I thought. Like, there was uh, locations planned for New York and Baltimore as well.
1: Mm. Did you not even catch this? Yeah, it? I, I caught okay. it.
0: <laughs> we, don't, we don't like Philadelphia.
1: No, we're on the outskirts, Pittsburgh. Sorry. <laughs> um, sorry if you're from Philly. We still love you All as right. a listener. But <laughs> um, the location inside of Downtown Disney opened in June on June nineteenth, nineteen ninety eight. In 1996, Disney Regional Entertainment was established to run the Disney Quest venture. After opening the one in downtown Disney, they set their eyes on Chicago to open a Disney Quest there in December of 1998. Disney sent out a news story saying that they would be opening a third location in Philadelphia after (laughs) they said they would open locations in New York and Baltimore. Do you want to go
0: ahead? Yeah. uh, In June 1999, the second Disney Quest would open in Chicago. It was with Buzz Lightyear flying around the Disney Quest location, basically with like a jetpack. <laughs> I saw that. Um, and they brought in the Fab Five to open the Chicago location. Um, attendance for this location wasn't good from the onset. Disney's World version, uh, the Disney World version of Disney Quest was getting a lot more visitors due to the fact that there was a lot more tourists going into Dis- Disney World than the city of Chicago.
1: Right. Which makes sense, I mean. You know, you don't think of Disney when you think of Chicago. Yeah, you don't really think of touristy things in Chicago
0: either. No. Uh, In 2000, attendance for Disney Quest in Chicago was just not getting any better. In uh, 2000, Disney made a statement saying that all future Disney Quest ventures uh, would be canceled. Hmm. Um, At this point, the foundation for the Disney quest in Philadelphia had been poured and was basically just left abandoned. It became known to the the locals as the Disney hole.
1: I'll let (laughs) you next one. Disney dropped the price for the Chicago location, $10 to $26. And on September 3rd, 2001, just a little over two years, Disney Quest Chicago was shut down. The Chicago Chicago location was something that did make money, but it didn't live up to what Disney thought it could be. The failure of the uh, Chicago location would ultimately kill the entire Disney Quest project. Disney had the plan to bring over 30 Disney Quest back to the United States and Canada. Right after the closing of Disney Quest Chicago, the one in downtown Disney basically had the rug pulled out from under them. Um, the march from their store was pulled. The merch. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. The merch from their store was pulled and was basically a generic Disney store. So basically, they had like they have
0: actually like really cool merch.
1: Why did you just become I a 13-year-old boy? <laughs> I'm fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like their merch was actually really cool. And then apparently they were just like, nope, not anymore. No more Disney Quest merch.
1: <laughs> bye-bye. 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 Um,
0: tickets for Disney Quest Orlando would be cut in half on some days to bring in uh, attendance. Um The average ticket price was around $45 when it closed. Um, Sometimes they would even give away free tickets with resort booking through Disney. So, like, if you booked at, like, Caribbean Beach, they would just be like,
1: hey, come for free to this. Here you go. (laughs) Um, Let's read
0: the little last part here. In
1: 2010, the Disney regional company was dissolved back into the Disney company. In 2015, Disney announced that they would be closing Disney Quest to build an NBA experience attraction, which is at Disney Springs today. In 2017, Disney Quest was still open at Disney Springs. July 2nd, 2017 would be the last day for Disney Quest. On August 12th, 2018, the NBA experience would open to mixed reviews. And that is the end, the rise and the fall of Disney Quest.
0: The short rise and the fall (laughs) of Disney (laughs) Quest.
1: Um... Just a little... I remember as a child... Well, a a, a child. A child. I was... (laughs) Really? You need to get off TikTok, John. (laughs) A child. A child. (laughs) Um, Sorry. You're fine. Um, I think I was like 10 or 11. No, I was 11 the first time I went to Disney. And I remember going to downtown Disney. And it was very... um, Like... It, it grabbed your attention because the structure of the building was yeah. It so had no cool. window. It had no windows or anything. It, <laughs> it was has just like no windows and, and no doors. doors. Um, Find a way out.
0: Actually, I forgot to put this in here. I meant to put it in, so I'm sorry. Um, when you would go into Disney Quest, um, there was like an elevator that took you up to the floors that you could like go to the arcade and everything. Mm-hmm. There was actually a skit with the genie like that played it. That made you feel like, apparently, that they were transporting you to, like, this futuristic location.
1: Oh, that's cool. To play the games. And it was actually Robin Williams that did the genie voice and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, No, but, I mean, the structure of it was just amazing. And it made you want to, like, know what was inside of it. Um, And I just remember going there and when I was 11 or whatever. And then, again, when I was 17... And just wanting to go in there. But it was so expensive. I mean, Yeah, it
0: was expensive. $45?
1: I mean. That was at the end of it, yeah. Well, no. It was? Yeah, at the end of it, the, the ticket price was $45. That's what they cut in half? so it no, wasn't no, no, no,
0: no, no. That was the actual price. Like, the last day it opened, that was the actual price. Okay,
1: but what I'm saying is your research well, says... Well, that's
0: for Chicago. They dropped it. Oh, okay. And then some days
1: they would run like half off promotion. So just say it was $45 to get in there. I'm. I'm not a hundred percent certain, but I, I, for kids like three to eight, it was like thirty-five. Okay. But I came. I came from like a frugal family, you know. If we went to Disney, that was good enough. Like we didn't need anything extra, you know what I mean? And by all means, that's fine. But an extra forty-five dollars, I don't even think that included the arcade games, because I remember, you know, going up to the like the cash register or whatever. And asking if we could just go in to look at it. And they wouldn't even let you pass, like, the cash register unless you bought the ticket to go in. So, like, there were no, like, free-roaming people. You couldn't just go in this place to, like, see it. So, I know you asked me this earlier. And um, this is what I think... What we're going to get into now is what we think Disney could have done differently to make it work. Or what they could do now to bring it back, I guess. Um, Because...
0: Personally, I've watched multiple videos on the NBA experience. Yeah, it's I'm not impressed.
1: We're gonna do video of it, probably a video of it because we kind of have to. But it just doesn't look like something I'm very intrigued with. I mean, the history like
0: thirty five dollars to get in.
1: Yeah, I mean, the history is pretty cool to me. That's about it. Yeah, like the the other stuff, I'm just like meh. I I could do without it. Um, but what I was getting at was, for me. In order to make Disney Quest work, I think what they needed to do was not charge that entrance fee. I think it should have just been the price of a normal arcade. So you got like a, a pre-card, a pre like you would at David Buster's, and put like $50 on it. And then that would get you so many. And each attraction or each ride was a different cost. So like a VR experience would be $5. And then well, like the, a pin, the, the pinball thing would be like two. And you this is I mean? like the
0: crazy thing—if you really think about it—they have VR experiences in Disney Springs now. Like they could have just put those in Disney Quest. Yeah. Because like they have the Star Wars one, and then I think they had Wreck-It Ralph too at one
1: point and stuff like that. It's, yeah, they did. Yeah. But I mean, that's honestly. I'm I, going in a complete different direction uh, than you are. Okay. Well, I think that's, I think it's as simple as no, that. I, I, think, I agree. I think and it's I know, a good idea. I know you even mentioned this, and I don't think you mentioned it on the podcast, but you said it earlier that it was bringing in revenue, but it wasn't Disney money. Yeah. It wasn't like billions of dollars. It was yeah. like millions. And I think the fact that Disney thought that it was going to work, no, we're good. Like people are probably basing it off of other arcades and what they're spending at other arcades. And in order for that to work, I think you just, Kind of had to do what Dave and Buster's did.
0: Yeah. Um, the, well, what I would have did, because uh, obviously during that time, they had just opened like Pleasure Island and everything mm-hmm. at Disney Springs or Downtown Disney or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the Downtown Disney Springs. Um, <laughs> the Downtown Disney. Like, I feel like they could have did what a lot of places are starting to have now and pop up are these vintage arcade bars. I knew you. Were.
1: Why did I know you were going <laughs> to go with this route? Why?
0: I think you could have took out one of these, like, um, like food courts that they had and put a bar in it, and, like, for, like, $70, you get as many drinks as you want, and you can play as much as you want.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that would be cool, but Dave and Buster's does the same thing. I know,
0: but I'm just saying that yeah. I think that could have been something that could have brought people in, because Disney Springs has more of a vibe that's for, like, adults.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. It's like the nightlife kind of
0: yeah. area. and that would be perfect for, like, a date night. Yeah. Like, you could take your, you know, significant other
1: and go and, you know. But I guess, okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate. No, that's fine. Because I, I always understand. Do. So you're saying basically what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, I guess the thing is, what could Disney have done differently, though, if it were today? Because they would be competing with Dave and Buster's, which is one of the bigger chains. biggest chains. Like,
0: you know what I mean?
1: Is there a Dave and Buster's at CityWalk? No, there's a, is there? I think there's there one is. in, there's one on iDrive. I know that, right. but I don't know if there's one in City Walk. Um, but yeah, that was my thought on no, it. No, a- th- I'm asking you, what could Disney have done to up their game a little bit when they're I in competition they ju- with Dave and Buster's? I
0: think they just needed to keep updating everything because they have different, they had different experiences than what Dave and Buster's
1: had. Well, yeah, I also think that because they're Disney, they have the rights to a lot more things and a lot of different things than Dave and Buster's had. And they could have
0: done a lot of different things with those VR. Like, every month they could have had a different VR experience. And just use the same program, basically. I think they just needed to spend a little bit more money. And once they kind of seen that the... Or not been so greedy. Yeah, the Disney Quest Chicago had like kind of bombed that, um, you know.
1: Yeah. Personally, I mean... (laughs) I, I wouldn't have le- I wouldn't have demolished Disney Quest for the NBA experience, but that's probably also partly because I didn't get to experience it as a kid, and you know I really wanted to. I, from what I remember, I think I did go, there, and I think it was a lot
0: of fun for kids, and I think it'd be a lot of fun for young adults too, um, and the nba experience i just don't think it's been what disney thought it would be
1: yeah but you also have to understand it just opened in august that gave it what not even six good months with the pandemic and everything that's been going on i'm just
0: saying when we went there it was like almost brand new open and there was nobody in there we also
1: we also went during an off-peak time though too I know what, I I know what you're getting at, but I, I always have to p- play devil's advocate. So, well, like I've said before,
0: I think they could do something a lot better with the MU experience idea. and yeah. uh, we've actually had an episode about it. So, um, do you want to go ahead and get into the new Twitter th- thing?
1: Sure. Okay, I'm back. Okay.
0: Isn't that like a TikTok? Or like,
1: okay. Seriously? It's intelligence. Okay. Stop watching TikToks <laughs> for the love of God. Um, there is quite a bit from just from like Saturday, I think. It hasn't been a full week oh that God. I looked.
0: What? I hope you have this in your news. If not, I'm going to talk about it.
1: Okay. Talk. <laughs> Let's give them something mm. to talk about. <laughs> All right. So, um, Kelly Rippa and Ryan Seacrest from the show Live with Kelly and Ryan, of course. Um, They shared some Disney magic on their show and got an up-close and personal look with the new Disney face masks. It looks really cool. Um, I think that's goofy. I don't know. It looks kind of creepy on Ryan, though. (laughs) Look at that. Yeah, it's says weird ones.
0: Like it's their face. Mm.
1: Yeah, I like the ones that have like the Mona Lisa on them. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Um, Disney- Speaking,
0: uh, Can I talk about these face masks? I don't think you have this. Probably not. Okay, um, uh, new face masks are now available for purchase at the House of Blues at Disney Springs. Oh. So if you forgot your mask, just run over to the House of Blues and go grab yourself one.
1: Yeah, if Disney and Universal don't capitalize on that with purchasing face masks at the entrance, there's something seriously wrong yeah. with them. Um, Disney World cancels Disney Dining Plan and suspends character dining.
0: Um, oh, we kind of seen that happen.
1: Yes. So Disney has just sent out an update for guests with a Disney Dining Plan and guests book on a free dining package. Resort hotel guests who purchase dining plans have a Dine Experience Reservation. Um, as This is the statement from Disney, what they received. As we plan for the reopening of our Disney Resort Hotels and theme parks, we are keeping the well-being of our guests and cast in mind and we're here to help you as we introduce new measures focused on delivering an enjoyable and magical experience for everyone who visits. Unfortunately, these new measures have also required us to cancel any dining reservations, experience reservations, and fast pass plus selections you may have made as a result of physical distancing, capacity in restaurants, and availability of dining experiences is very limited and certain experiences such as character dining cannot be provided. Because of this, we have also made the difficult decision to cancel And temporarily no longer offer Disney dining plans. We recognize the inconvenience this poses and we're deeply sorry. We will be modifying your package to remove the dining plan. The price of the package will be adjusted accordingly and your modified package... Man, that sucks if you really wanted the dining plan. (laughs) ...and price will be provided in new confirmation. Uh, You will receive a refund of the difference in the package price if you have already paid in full or a reduction in the amount due if you have not yet made the final payment. There's nothing you need to do at this time. We will be contacting you shortly with more details about the process to secure new reservations, including our new dining and experience reservation window, which will accommodate selections up to 60 days prior to arrival to follow for planning closer to your visit. Um... At this time, while systems update you, we are temporarily suspending all modifications. However, you have the option of canceling your entire reservation at any time. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the ones who are on the f- the free dining, um, they are... <laughs> Are you ready for this one? As an accommodation, oh, the God. price of the package will be adjusted to reflect a 35% savings on the room portion. I mean, that's something, though. Yeah, it's better than nothing, I guess. Right? Um, it, it's saying the exact same thing, other than people with a free dining plan also get a 35% savings on the room. Yeah, I think that's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm, I guess. So. <laughs> I know you haven't been on Facebook. Oh, for those of you um, who do listen. And then post in the group. And post in the group, um, which there hasn't been much activity. I think we've just been like, I've been super busy, and I really haven't seen anything that I wanted to post. But um, John is currently off of social media. We don't know when he's going to be going back on. He's kind of enjoying social media-free life. So Yeah, I really
0: am. Um, I highly <laughs> recommend it. Um, you don't have to see people constantly complain about their lives. And
1: everything else there's just a world. lot
0: going on in the world right now and it just kind of might be a double. yeah
1: <laughs> no offense to anything mm-hmm. going on i just know um on. i am keeping john up to date with anything that is posted um, carol baskin her <laughs> husband whacked him but now she gets joe's zoo it's ridiculous um, but anyway so i don't know that you saw this but Lucas Films revealed the freaky original concept art for Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see yeah, it? This one. Yeah. Ugh, it is. Good job, Disney. Absolutely terrifying. Good job, Disney. Thank you for revamping him because he looks like nope. a sewer rat. Nope. <laughs> So, you can currently stream all three Mighty Ducks films on HBO Max. Should be on Disney Plus. Of course, we know that it will not be available to stream on Disney Plus until January 1st, 2021. Um, But right now, it is on uh, HBO Max for those who have those. I think that's the one I'm just not going to get. HBO Max? Yeah. Really nice There's point. like
0: that in the Peacock, and I just don't see them working. Like, at some well, point... if like, you think about it... You can't it, have all these streaming services. No, because
1: then it's going to be... Cable. Right, you're going to be paying for cable. But, I mean, HBO Max, I don't really know. Is there something else... Friends. Other, is there something else other than what's on HBO? Uh, friends. That, no, seriously. And that's that, not what I'm asking. I'm asking... So, like, if you... Okay, if you have Hulu and you get the stars in HBO package, you get everything that's on HBO. So what's the difference of HBO Max versus just getting Cinemax. the add-on? Huh? It's in the have... Max. It's another premium channel. I understand that, but you're not understanding what I'm saying. So, like, you're going to be getting everything that's on HBO on Hulu, so what's the point in even getting this Max or whatever? I don't know. It's 15 bucks a month, and I'm not getting <laughs> <kidding> it. <laughs> gonna- <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Mean, I'm sticking to like you know Hulu, Netflix, and Disney Plus. Um, we barely have time for those, <laughs> right? The Dapper Dan's sang "A Dream Is a Wish Your Heart Makes," and you can find that on the Disney Parks blog, where they're still 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 doing um, the magic the hashtag Magic Moment oh, yeah, thing yeah, yeah. for COVID. Um, there's a new Sensational Six Loungefly collection. It looks like it has. Um, Goofy, Donald, Daisy, Pluto, Mickey, and Minnie on it. Um, Costco is now selling cute Disney pajamas. I love Costco and Sam's Club. I was going to say you like TJ Maxx more than anything. Listen, when is TJ Maxx going (laughs) to reopen? I need it in my life. Um, No cruises are allowed to sail in Canada through October as of now. Um, In a press release on Friday, the Canadian government announced that no cruise ships will be allowed to sail in Canada's waters until October 31st, 2020. And Disney Cruise Lines, Disney Wonder, commonly sails through Canada on Alaskan Pacific Coast and Quebec sailings. Uh, The new policy will affect Disney Cruise Line uh, that were previously scheduled to sail through Canadian waters and visit Canadian ports. But Disney has not yet announced any further cancellations.
0: Um, just looking at my news here, um, the one restaurant I'm really excited to try at Disney uh, Springs City Works Eatery and Poor House will uh, reopen on June 10th. Oh, cool. This is one that has like a lot of variety of beers and it's almost like a sports, um, we uh, talked about a it sports bar type before. Me- me- yeah. yeah,
1: we talked about it before the whole pandemic. Yeah, like it for- opened and then it was like COVID. You're down. I forget how many beers they actually had on tap. It was
0: insane. I think it was like ninety or something. Ooh, like yeah, that. it was
1: ridiculous. Um, let's see here.
0: I'm gonna have two pieces of news because I don't That's think fine. you have them.
1: Um, Pandora celebrated the third anniversary at Walt Disney World. Um, Disney Park blog, which again, we just talked about that, uh, brought together the two lead creative partners responsible for developing this incredible land in order to tell the tale. Um, there is a video on Disney Park's blog of the, them, um, actually celebrating the third anniversary. Do you want to?
0: Yeah, I'll okay. do my news. Um, basically, so we've talked about this the past few weeks about a plan being in place for the NBA to uh, resume play at Walt Disney World. Uh, that plan is going to be voted on on Thursday. The plan would go like this. 22 of the league's 30 te- I'm sorry, I have to get this in. Um, I know you're over there shaking your head.
1: No, I think I actually have it in my news, but go ahead.
0: Okay. Uh, 22 of the league's 30 teams will travel to Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida to resume play of the 2019-2020 season. Play would begin July 31st. Um, each of those 22 teams would play eight regular season games before entering the playoffs. This would be the pur- for the purpose of playoff seeding. The 22 teams would be compromised for the 16 teams that would have made the playoffs at the highest on March 11th and the next six records at the time. Um, so basically, uh, the Orlando Magic are going to make it. So I'm excited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we'll get to see it.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm actually really excited to see what this is going to be like. And there's also another sports league that is going to resume play. It looks like uh, uh, at Walt Disney World.
1: Okay. Uh, that's all I said. Do you have it? I have it. Do you want to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Uh,
0: Major League Soccer uh, Players Association has declared plans to resume their 2020 season following the COVID-19 pandemic disruption and the statement MLSPA explained that this move will grant certainly and allow members to move forward and continue to compete in the game they love. Basically, it looks like the MLS is going to return uh, to their season
1: uh, at Walt Disney World. I did see that. Um, Go Orlando City. Uh, (laughs) We don't know soccer, but go Orlando City. We purchased one of your uh, hoodies.
0: And they're very comfortable.
1: (laughs) Um, so we, d- we don't really want to get into um, anything political on our podcast. We never do. Um, but I do have to talk about one thing. Can I just say something real quick about all that? Yeah. If you're like expecting me
0: and Kathy to talk about this, we're not going to. No. This is your escape away from that. Mm-hmm. So that's um, all we have to say.
1: I just feel like I need to say this because it's something that Walt Disney did. So it's obviously in the news. Yeah. Um, they issued a statement in the time of unrest in the United States going on right now with the killing of George Floyd. Um, and this is their statement. Dear fellow employee, the recent killing of George Floyd, as well as other instances of lethal attacks and harassment of unarmed black citizens in our nation, continue to drive outrage and calls for action by people of all cultural backgrounds, including many of our employees. Feelings of grief and anger cause us to confront the inscrutable idea that the lives of some are deemed less valuable and less worthy of dignity, care and protection than lives of others. While these devastating incidents are not new, there's something unique about what's happening in this moment. The pandemic, coupled with these recent injustices, have pushed the issues of racial disparity into the open. We, too, are struggling to make sense of the recent tragedies that leave us feeling overcome with sorrow. While we don't have all the answers, we resolve to use our compassion, our creative ideas, and our collective sense of humanity to ensure we are fostering a culture that acknowledges our people's feelings and their pain. We also realize that now more than ever is the time for us to further strengthen our commitment to diversity and inclusion everywhere we intend to focus our efforts and resources to compassionately and constructively talk about these matters openly and honestly as we seek solutions we intend to keep the conversation going not just today but for as long as it takes to bring about real change
0: Um, along with that disney pledged uh, five million dollars to nonprofit organizations including two million to the naacp thank you I'm just trying to
1: help out. <laughs> He's stealing everything.
0: I'm not stealing everything. I'm just trying to help out. I'm usually pretty quiet during the news, so I'm just trying to I be a little it. bit more
1: um, involved. <laughs> that statement came from Bob Chipick, Bob Iger, and Latronda Newton.
0: That's a name. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Latronda. La-tru-da- That's fun to say. <laughs> Latronda.
1: Okay, um, so in lieu of what has been going on in the world, um, Disney Springs will be closing at 7 p.m. until further notice to comply with the Orange County curfew in place. And that's just because of like the looting yeah. and rioting that's been going on around the country. Um, Chris Evans confirmed he will no longer play Captain America in the MCU. Aww, sad. <laughs> um, John, you're really going to like this one. So you know the... Uh, the little like bromance that Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds have yeah. going on. Apparently Hugh Jackman trolled Ryan Reynolds with a kids birthday theme. Um let me see here. <laughs> Hugh Jackman took the first jab after a Marvel fan named Sam enjoyed his 8th birthday themed around Deadpool and Wolverine, the characters portrayed by Jackman and Reynolds in the previously Fox owned Marvel titles. Hugh Jackman shared the story of Sam in a recent tweet, followed by the caption, Sam celebrated his eighth birthday with doling Wolverine and Deadpool cakes. I think it's crystal clear. It's a crystal clear who won, don't you? (laughs) I just thought you we think that was funny because I know you love Ryan Reynolds.
0: Um, So I just wanted to talk about this one. This was something I don't know if this was posted in a group or if somebody sent me. I think you tagged me in it before I got off social media. Um, aerial construction photos show Super Nintendo World nearing completion at Universal
1: Studios, Japan. Yes, I did have that in my news, too. This looks awesome. You're, like, hissing, and it's, like, ear piercing. No, I don't know if it's, like, your levels or something. <laughs> he hates me now. Like, I'm
0: literally so excited about something, and you're like, you're hissing.
1: I'll shut up. You can do the
0: rest of the news. No, I don't want to do the rest of the news, but, um... I probably have Kathy post the picture of this on. The, yeah,
1: I mean, again, we're a Disney podcast, but we still talk about oh like God, this things so cool. that we get excited about. I can't wait for this. It does look amazing. It really does. I really
0: just want a Mario Kart type ride, where like it actually makes you feel like you're playing Mario Kart,
1: like the actual Mario Kart um, track that we were supposed to dra- ride in yeah, Canada. Yeah, it was not anything like it. No. Um, there is a new version of life. It is the Haunted Mansion edition. Kind of want that. <laughs> I've never played Life. What?
0: I want that.
1: <laughs> no, I said kind of want I that. <laughs> um, the Rainbow Disney collection celebrating Pride Month is now available on Shop Disney. Um, let me see here. Well, uh, hold on, I'm not done yet. You're fine. Um, Disney is, along with the Pride collection that's coming this month. Um, Disney is donating $100,000 to GLSEN. It's a leading education organization working to create safe and inclusive kindergarten through 12 schools for LGBTQ plus students. Sorry, that's a mouthful whenever you say that. Um, So the line includes a pair of ears, um, one of those cool like disco ball cups that kind of reminds you like the Epcot ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, a pair of sunglasses. Um, it looks like a little bracelet, a shirt, an ornament, and then Mickey and Minnie plushes.
0: Um, so, this is all <laughs> purely spe- speculation, what I'm about to say. Uh, NBA is reportedly considering Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, the uh, Jambo House, to host players for resumed season. That's not what I heard. I have something
1: else, actually. Okay, so like I said, this is all... Speculation. Speculation, but according to... rumors.
0: uh, Rumors that the the DVC resort is not available um, uh, as of right now because they're maybe using it for the NBA players.
1: Okay. Um, So I know that um, Disneyland in other countries may not be solely owned by Disney, so this may not be a direct effect on Disney parks in the United States. However, Shanghai Disneyland Resort is now accepting advanced reservations for general admission. So that's kind of... Yeah, I think that's a good sign. That's a good sign. I mean, it's only been, what, two and a half, maybe three weeks max since yeah. they reopened. Yeah. Um, so it's saying that beginning June 1st, 2020, guests with general admission tickets will be able to make a reservation to Shanghai Disneyland from June 3rd through June 7th. So, I mean, that's a really good um like yeah you know yeah sign that what is to come for um disney world and actually it has been slowly reopening experiences like stage shows so that's something to look forward to yeah i think Um, it's just
0: it's going to be a process coming out of this so
1: it is um let me see here do
0: you want to talk about the one that i talked about last week that disney was talking about i don't remember the mask areas
1: You can. Okay. Um,
0: So um, I don't know if Universal stole this from Disney or Disney stole it from Universal. uh, But there is a new U-Rest area for removing uh, removing your face mask at Universal Orlando uh, Resort. Uh, So basically they actually have designated areas since you're in the Orlando heat where you can actually take your mask off
1: and uh, just kind of breathe for a couple minutes. So for all you Karens out there complaining that you can't experience Florida in the heat with a mask on. Here's your compromise. Yeah, they
0: they <laughs> seem like they have a few areas, but hopefully, you know, soon enough that th- these won't be needed and we'll be able to just kind of go back to yeah. regular.
1: and that's why I was saying about Shanghai. I think that's a really good sign that this is very temporary. I mean, it's not going to be forever. Yeah, folks. I don't think it's going to be very long. I think in, I honestly, well, now you're going to. Everybody just turned off yeah, the podcast. That's the end of it. Sorry. <laughs> Bye. Put um, the uh, and music right there. <laughs> um, I really think maybe in like phase two, like masks aren't going to be required. They're going to be optional. I really believe Once that. Florida just just okay. I'll, yeah, um, that's, shut up. that's in my that's shut in my news um, Disneyland Resort this is like DCA um, pushes reservations for July 15th and later um, guests who are interested in modifying their existing travel dates or making a new reservation for a future vacation reservations are currently available for travel dates July 15th and later now that this does not mean anything about Disneyland California like this this does not mean that it's going to be open Um But this is basically what Disney World was doing. They kept pushing their dates back and back and back and back and back. So this might be, you know, a sign to come that California could be announcing their reopening date here soon, too. Um, Ghirardelli at Disney Springs. They have a new milkshake. It's called Gold Gold Rush Caramel Sundae. Oh, my God, does it look amazing. It consists of vanilla ice cream, sea salt, diced almonds, caramel sauce, and whipped cream with a Ghirardelli Squares white chocolate caramel. It runs you $13.75 plus tax. Oh my God. <laughs> um, they did say it's big enough to share, but I mean, do we really share? Joey doesn't no, we share. Don't, we don't share. <laughs> um, so this is something big that came out. Um, I know it's just rumored right now, but this could be pretty huge for the reopening of Epcot. Okay. Spaceship Earth refurbishment delayed and attraction oh will reopen. Can, can I finish I'm kidding. my sentence? Can I finish my okay. sentence? Can can I finish my sentence? Spaceship Earth refurbishment delayed and attraction will reopen in July. I'm That's done. cool. Seriously? Just you just you. you say something in I the know. middle of my sentence. Like let me finish my sentence. <laughs> That's just
0: weird, though, to me, because last week it was like they put it under refurbishment, but now I guess I don't know.
1: I think this might be their plan to catch back up with money, maybe. You know, like maybe they don't have the money to put into it right now. Um, That's what...
0: Can I talk about something with the whole... Because we've talked about the big expansion that's coming to Epcot.
1: Yeah, we did a whole episode, I think.
0: Yeah. I'm afraid some of these things are going to get oh, they're delayed or they're just going to be cancelled altogether.
1: I think they're either going to get delayed. I don't think they're going to be cancelled but you could see like potential delays of like years. To no. be perfectly honest. I mean Disney is going to recover from it but it's going to take them some time. Yeah. Um, but again this is just a rumor. It's coming out of WDW Magic Boards. Um, there was a member that stated that the Spaceship Earth refurbishment will be pushed back and the favorite attraction will reopen when Epcot does on July 15th. Um, It says that according to Local 362 Union, the union responsible for representing attractions answered a question in a Zoom meeting regarding um, the ride and saying that it has been pushed back and will reopen with the rest of the park.
0: Can you imagine being like the CEO of Zoom and how much money you've got to be making right now?
1: The <laughs> rolling in that dough. Oh my God. Seriously.
0: I wish I would have uh, put some money in Zoom before this whole thing started.
1: <laughs> Apparently Josh Gad says his kids oh are over Olaf from Frozen. Oh! They're just done with him. They are into That's um, Moana rather than Anna and Elsa right now.
0: The funniest thing is, is, I don't know if you guys see it. Kathy shows me, shows me the videos on Instagram where The Rock is singing. Oh, he's Ma- on TikTok too. Yeah, The Rock's singing like the Maui songs, mm-hmm. and his daughter's like, "You're not Maui."
1: Yeah, she's not convinced that her do- her <laughs> father is Maui. Um, so Can't say
0: the darnest things. This
1: is another good thing for Disneyland. Um, coming out of recent news, do you remember before Disney submitted the plans to reopen what they did? Like what was the step right before that? Do you remember? Yeah, totally. The survey that they oh, yeah, sent out? Yeah. So Disneyland Annual Pass holders actually got a survey asking about uh, masks and temperature checks. So yeah, I feel
0: like that one's gonna be right behind
1: Disney. Oh yeah. It's just California got hit a lot harder than yeah. Florida did. I think it, it I, I think you could probably see the first week of August, honestly. Mm-hmm. That like a a proposition. I wouldn't say that it's going to, but possibly. A proposition. John already talked about that this one is all something right. I'm super excited about um, whenever we move I actually have all of our rooms planned out like the decor that I want in them and everything else I don't have any of it yet because we haven't moved but <laughs> um, for the kitchen I want it to look very natural and like whites and like natural wood like the light wood colors and part of that I want the Ray Dunn collection but it's like And I know you have no idea what I'm talking about, but for those of you who do, the girls, if you're still with me, it's Ray Dunn inspired. Um, She's pretty expensive, but they have like mock versions of like Ray Dunn. It's like simple things like this with just that type of writing. Okay, I got you. Um, But they have Disney inspired Ray Dunn coffee mugs on Etsy right now. It says Mickey Bar, Mickey Waffle, Churros and Dole Whips. And I love it so much and I really want it. Um, It is on Etsy. Joffrey's Coffee orders mail order subscription service is now a thing. <laughs> you can now have um, Joffrey's Coffee delivered to your home. They're, I feel like they've already done that. It's a month. I mean, I don't know if it's new, but it's new to me. Okay, yeah.
0: I feel like I've listened to other podcasts and they say that you can like buy it. I'm
1: not sure. Um, it's a monthly subscription that will get you three bags oh, okay. of coffee per month, and is super easy to get. The Disney Signature Collection is forty three sixty nine a month. The flavored coffee collection is thirty seven thirty nine a month, and the Roast Masters Collection is forty one forty nine a month.
0: I'm stupid. I thought you meant that they were just selling them like singly, not like a subscription box. Now I understand yeah, what yeah. you're saying. No, it, it's a subscription
1: okay, box. Gotcha. Um, Target, which Target.
0: Was, what did we even do? Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding.
1: What? No. Between. Stop. 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 Um, they're selling Mickey Mouse rugs at Target. And I really want them. Look how cute they are. Yeah, those are pretty cute. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, so this is the one that I had heard. You were talking about it earlier about Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. Um, Disney and the NBA have agreed... That Disney's Coronado Springs Resort is likely to be the primary host
0: resort. So, maybe they're going to have two different resorts. Maybe one's Coronado and one's Animal Kingdom. Because they are housing
1: 22 different basketball teams. Right, right. It's likely to be the primary host resort for the NBA when they resume the season, according to sources at Disney. It is looking like an agreement may be reached this week, which will allow preparations to move forward quickly. It is being reported that they are looking to start on July 1st. Um, This news comes... comes to use from a tweet from Kevin. Or I'm sorry, keith smith a yahoo sports writer it says per walt disney world sources disney and the nba have agreed that disney's Coronado springs resort is likely to be the primary host for the nba when they resume the season sources say an agreement may be reached this week which will allow preparations to move quickly
0: my thing is why are they saying where these nba players are going to be that's just going to cause people to congregate do you know how much security that they would have? I understand. On? I understand, but people are still going to try to get autographs. I mean, sure. I mean. I just don't think it's the smartest idea saying where these players are going to be.
1: I, I I think it is because we might be down there.
0: I mean, I'm not saying. Ta- I'm <laughs> just saying. You, you know no, what no. I mean?
1: I mean, we might be down there. I know. Be like, hey, Steph. I'm my- not looking for Steph. I'm looking for Aaron Gordon. Can I finish? Oh, yeah. Hey, Steph, my sister loves you. This would be an awesome birthday gift. Can you sign this basketball? <laughs> Could you imagine? Social it? distancing! She's not gonna hear this because she never listens no, to our podcast. She was telling us stuff from the podcast last night. We were like, Addie, um, we did that like ten years ago. <laughs> we love you. Um Disney Cruise not <laughs> Disney Cruise line extends future cruise future cruise credit. So basically, um guests that were affected by COVID nineteen has they have now extended their cruise credit to early 2022? So basically, you can just reschedule <laughs> from your cruise that got canceled. Um, that I talked about.
0: I have one more thing before we finish up. So. Okay, I still have a few things.
1: Um, Disney annual pass holder preview announced for Walt Disney World theme parks reopening. Um, this is what was sent to the pass holders. It says, um, Actually, it's literally just what (laughs) was sent out to everybody else. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, Okay, here's the bullet points, I'm sorry, from the annual pass holders. Um, During the limited capacity period, it may be difficult for annual pass holders to get park reservations to visit on certain dates. To help manage capacity, total reservation days held at one time will be limited more details will be shared in the coming weeks. Some past benefits and features will not be available during periods of limited capacity. Um, park experiences and offerings will be modified and subject to limited availability or even closure. Annual passes are subject to blockout dates. Guests should ensure their pass type is valid for park entry prior to making a park reservation. Um, filming for the av- Avatar sequels has resumed in New Zealand. Whoa. Whoa. It only took six years for... <laughs> um this is rumored yeah again another rumor um marvel studios and sony have reached a new spider-man deal
0: i i feel like that would be bigger news and i would have maybe heard of. no i'm also you're, you're off
1: social media that's what i mean yeah. everything that i'm like looking at i'm like oh he's probably already heard this wait no he hasn't nope um universal studios hollywood asks county of la to allow theme parks to reopen well, so th- I think this is just what's happening. I mean, Universal submitted their plans first in Florida, so now it looks like go, yeah. they're doing it in L.A. too. L.A. L.A. Um, Best Dis- tacos in L.A. I can't wait to have tacos in L.A. <laughs> I
0: can't wait to go for a hike in L.A.
1: People hate us. <laughs> I know. Um, Disney Springs Advanced Dining Reservations now showing up on the Disney website. So you can now make reservations for Frontera Cocina, House of Blues, Paradiso 37, STK Orlando, The Boathouse, um, The Cake Decorating Experience at Amoretz, Chef Arts, Homecoming, <gasps> City Works, and The Edison. Um, Disney World Annual Pass holders are beginning to see refunds as of today, I guess. Um, these, are, these are refunds for the time that they haven't been able to go to the parks. Right, so a refund if you were billed between March 14th and April 4th, so it's basically a month. Yeah. Like <laughs> Not yeah, even a month. Yeah. Um. Those who paid in full will have two options. These annual pass holders can either have their expiration date extended or recur- request a partial fund. I'd be like, just extend my yeah, date, exactly. like <laughs> you know. Um, let's see here. Major League Soccer. We already talked yeah. about that. And. Orlando City. Orlando City. <laughs> um, there's a new Winnie the Pooh lounge-like collection coming Winnie as well. The Pooh. It has Winnie the Pooh, uh, Piglet. There's a cute little 100-acre wood one. Um, today, did we talk about this already? Today was the day that uh, Universal Orlando actually opened back up to its annual pass holders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we haven't <clears throat> talked about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looks pretty cut and dry. It doesn't look like anything out of the norm yeah. from what we're used to seeing with just regular things right now. Um, governor, and this is something else I talked to John before the podcast about, which I really want to, um, talk about now. It's governor Ron DeSantis announces Florida will move to phase two in its reopening process, which that's this Friday.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Basically (laughs) they're opening everything in Florida. It's almost like a,
1: which is why I don't think this whole, um, capacity thing at Disney is going to last that long. I really, because
0: I feel like everybody else is already going to be past that part.
1: Well, right. I mean, um, Phase two means that bars, movie theaters, and concert venues can now operate at 50% occupancy. (sighs) Retail stores, restaurants, and gyms can now operate at full capacity, and gatherings up to 50 people are permitted. Um, That makes no sense to me. Wait, wait. Schools and organized youth activities can now reopen as well.
0: This doesn't make any sense to me, because you just said gatherings of 50 people or more, okay? How the heck does that make sense for concerts?
1: Concerts are I think definitely that, more than 50 people. Okay, but you have to understand, concert venues can choose, like if it's only seating, can choose to seat every other person and limit the capacity. I guess, a gathering of I 50 people, like if you're going to have a wedding and you're going to have 300 people, they're going to say, oh, you probably shouldn't do that. Um, and just so you know, the state of Florida was required to have two weeks of a sustained drop in COVID-19 cases before Moving to phase two. So they have had a drop in cases. Um, we already talked about Disney pledging the five million. Margaritaville Resort Orlando has now officially reopened. There you go. Take me there. The Pearl Factory at Disney Springs has permanently closed. Yeah, I didn't really even know that was there. <sighs> yeah, neither did I. <laughs> um, so this is... I want to talk to you about this real quick. AMC at Disney Springs... Um, it says that it doubts it can remain in business after closing due to COVID-19. Why, I've heard this already. Right. But why? Okay. If Florida is reopening, I feel like Disney Springs would be the first place that you would want to reopen it at. Why wouldn't you at least try?
0: AMC might be going bankrupt because of all this.
1: I mean, I don't know. That's just insane to me, I guess. I don't know. Um, and then I think this is the last one. Yeah. Disney Plus creates an invitation only fan community. Um, apparently some users, which I don't know if you did get this, um, got an email from Disney Plus possibly asking you to complete an online server- survey. I might
0: have, but I probably just <laughs> went right past
1: it. I don't do online surveys. Um, it's a new and mysterious fan community. Um, you can only be in... It's only invitation. And um, I'm not really sure, like, what it does. I, I guess it's just, a like... A club, like a secret club for Disney Plus fans? I don't know. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, I mean, sorry. That was a lot of news. No, you're fine. Um, So I wanted to talk about an episode that should
0: be coming out within the next month. Um, I've talked to Kathy about it already, and I'm going to give a little bit of a tease for it uh, to end this episode. Um, This is your tease. Hmm. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's (laughs) all I'm going to say. okay. Is that it? Yeah, that's the hint.
1: Oh, I thought you were just ending the podcast there. I'm like, oh, uh, do you want me to hand out tags? Are we going to end this? Yeah, I, that's just my, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: this one I want to do a lot of research on, so that's why I need a little bit of time.
1: I don't even know if I remember. You'll have to tell me after okay? because I don't remember. Um, all right, so we are on Facebook, started with the mouse podcast. We also have a page, JK Adventures. Again, we do apologize. We have not let out... Um, I think we're going to
0: be making a video this weekend about kind of why
1: everything's kind of gone. I think we should. Was that you? Yeah. Oh, that scared the crap out of me. I wasn't looking at you. Um, Yeah. We're probably going to release an up a vlog. We said like
0: three weeks in a row, but we we just don't have time.
1: We don't. Um, And then we are on Instagram started with a mouse underscore podcast. Uh, We are on TikTok. I'm probably going to be making a couple of those this week too. Um, At S W a M podcast gmail started with the mouth podcast at gmail.com um jk adventures 3045 at gmail.com is that it yeah all right well uh, my name's Kathy and my name is John and we hope to run a little bit of disney to and so our journey comes to an end But yours continues on. Grab hold of your dreams and make them come true. For you are the key to unlocking your own magic. Now go, let your dreams guide you. Reach out and find your happily ever after. The battles, the stories The losses and all the glories We're changed by the way we live every day Just look up and reach to the sky We all have the courage to fly
0: You can fly